0: Log Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, and God bless you. Good morning to you. We thank the Lord for another day to just be here and give God the praise and give God the glory and give God the honor. My name is Apostle Lonnie Starks. We thank God for this opportunity to be here and to give God the praise and to give God the glory and to give God the honor. He's a good God, even on a bad day. And every time I turn around, God is always blessing. He's always making a way. He's always providing. There's not, not one time that God don't provide. Not one time. Not a single time that God does not provide. He always makes a way. He always turns things around, and I'm so grateful to God. I am grateful to just be one of his children today. I am am so grateful. God has blessed this ministry. He has blessed me. I've been with him for 45 years, and he has really blessed this ministry. He has done some great and mighty things in this ministry, and I give God the praise for it. I give him the glory. I give him the honor. I know nobody couldn't have did it, but God. I had nothing when I got started, and I, the Lord gave me this name, "Wake Up to Jesus," and this has been, I guess, 45 years. Uh, when I first went on the radio, that was the, the name He gave me, "Wake Up to Jesus." 45 years ago, and I remember the first message I preached, and the message was, "I know it don't sound right, but I, my subject was my little brown suit." I was so grateful to God that the Lord had finally gave me a suit to wear, and I was grateful and thankful. So I just talked about that that night. That was the first time I preached in Living Waters, you know, mile out of the Church of God in Christ, mile out of the Church of God, I preached that there, my little brown suit, and I was so grateful to God. I tell you, God was good, and he's still good to me. He's still great. And I'm telling you all, I learned something about Jesus Christ. If you put him first, he'll bless you. If you put him first. The trouble with most people, they put Jesus second. I'm telling you, if you put Christ Jesus first in your life, he'll bless you. He'll make ways for you. Yes, he will. Over there in the, in the Bible, I'm, I'm looking at something They said we're new. Now, some people don't believe that, but I believe that. I truly believe that. I'm a new creature in Christ, Jesus. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, there, and this is the NIV. Therefore, let's just back up again. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, I like that. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here now i i just truly believe that my topic on today's broadcast is the old has gone and the new has come i'm talking to each one of you the old has gone and the new has come god don't want you dependent upon nobody but him our god is a jealous god He doesn't want you depending on other people. He wants you to depend on him. He's the one he wants you to depend on not not other people. God wants you to depend completely on him. He'll make a way for you. God will make a way for you but he wants you to depend on him. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to trust him because he will provide for you. God will. He has made a way for me. I've been with him for 45 years. I ain't never had to borrow no money. I've never been hungry. My likes has never been turned out. I ain't always been no preacher. I haven't always been a pastor. I haven't always been an apostle. I trusted Jesus Christ from the time that he saved me. I'm telling you, if you learn to trust him, if you learn to trust Jesus Christ, he'll provide for you. I've walked with him now for 45 years, and I have found out that Christ will be what he said he will be, and he will do what he said he will do. He said, I'll supply your needs, and, and he will do that. No need that you'll need that God will not supply. He'll supply every need that you need, no matter what they are. If you if you really need it. And and sometimes give you, sometimes I found that God give me my wants as well. <laughs> he gave me my needs, but he gave me my wants. The things that I want. He does it. He is a genuine God. and I tell you what I found out. In Christ, their walk is so new. I remember 45 years ago, after the Lord had saved me, there was this uh, bodega I used to stop to in New York. And they had a pool table in there. And I was known to shoot pool. I was halfway, I don't want to say I was a pool shark, but I was very, very good with my Q-Stick. I was very good. I'm a left-hand shooter. I'm a right-hand guy, but I shoot with my left hand. And I'm very good. I was very, I was very good. As a matter of fact, I got a pool table up here in my study right now. I just look at it for a little exercise, but I don't shoot like I used to. But I stopped at that bodega that evening, and one of the gentlemen was in there. Said, "Come on, Lonnie, let's shoot a game of pool, a, a game of eight, uh, nine ball." I said, "No, man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't play pool no more." He said, Come on, we just should shoot for five dollars a game, I think it was what it was, or something like that. I said, No, I, I don't I don't play anymore. And I done beat this guy so many times. So he said, Come on, come on, man. He kept begging me to play. So I said, No, I don't want to play. So so when somebody else said, Lonnie, you want to drink a liquor? I said, No, I don't drink anymore. God is delivered me. <laughs> and what that they put some money in the jukebox. Somebody said, you want to dance, Lonnie? I said, no, I don't dance like that no more. So the owner of the bulldog, you know what the owner said to me? What the H you doing here? You know the word H-E-L-L? What the H are you doing here? What are you doing here? Well, I learned very early that once you get saved and delivered, you become a church boy. And I remember they used to laugh at me and, poke fun at me all the time there go that church boy (laughs) there come down the street that church boy and they used to make fun at me well i'm telling you my friends sometimes you got to stand out god made you new you can't be like the crowd there's a man that's on the radio right now i'm not gonna call his name I guess twenty five about no, thirty years ago he called me and said, I want to check out the, a breakfast one more. And he did. But then he wanna borrow a certain amount of money. I'm not gonna say how much he, you know who you are, sir. You listening. I know you are. And then he wanted me to buy some pews for him. Want me to co sign. I didn't do that. <clears throat> the point I'm saying is a lot of so called Christians We'll try to maneuver, put you in a place to bind you up. I don't think they intentionally does it, but sometimes their, their ministry is not going like they wanted to. And they, if, they're not, if you're not careful, they'll drag you in. My topic today, the old is gone and the new has come. You can't continue trying to be the old you. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 14, it said, for the love of Christ constrains us, because we thus judge, that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Let's talk about Jesus Christ. He gave his life for you and I. He gave his life for you and I. The Bible says in verse 15, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Christ says he died for you. He died for you. He gave his life for you. But he wants you to live unto him now. The very next verse tells us, verse 16, says, Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Then it says, Yea, Y-E-A. Though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, we know him no more. We don't know him. Listen, I have never physically touched Christ In the spirit, yes But in the natural, no I've never seen him with my own two eyes In the natural But in the spirit So the Bible says now Look what it says in the next verse Verse 17 That's the verse that I want you to understand tonight Therefore If any man Be in Christ as man or woman. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are become new. If you're in Christ, if you're in Jesus Christ, you should be new. You shouldn't be the same old person. There should be something different in you. You should have a new mentality. You should have a new walk, a new talk. You should have new views. I, I'm telling you, it works because look at me. I'm down here in North Carolina. I'm in a building that I just was offered $1,500,000 for, which I refused. it. I didn't sell it. That's the church over there in Greenville. It's on two and a half acres of land, and God has blessed us. I think it got 14 rooms in it. God did it. I'm out here in Belvoir, North Carolina. Listen, I never stole, never robbed, never connived nobody, but God worked the miracle because he said i new. I got new friends. I got a millionaire friend. I'm not a millionaire, but I got a Well, I've been a millionaire. I, well, I want to be careful about that. But I, I got a millionaire friend. And he uh, blessed me. He bought this house, bought this property, gave it to our church, the one I pastor. Now, why? Because I learned to walk according to the word of God, not according to how I feel, how I want to go, but according to God. Now, I know some people say um, you got to have all Christian friends. Well, this man is not a Christian. He's not born again, but I'm working on him, trying to get him that way, but he's not, but he got money. He's a millionaire. He told me, to, uh, I called him, I think about ooh, six months ago or whatever, and he told me he has uh, 80 houses, eight zero. He got 80 houses he owns. That's what he does, buy property, sell property. He's a real estate typhoon. He's a young man. He's only like 45 or 50, but he became my friend. How we became friends, he heard me on the radio, just like I am tonight. Some of you listening to me tonight, God has blessed you through this ministry, and God's going to do much more for you through this ministry that God has given me. So this man heard me on the radio, and he had never seen me. I'd never seen him at that time. And he called me, and we became friends. He bought a piece of property from me in New York that I paid $35,000 for. He bought it for $900,000, gave me cash for it. This man did that. Now, I'm saying, we are new. We're not old. You got to learn how to walk in your newness. As long as you keep on walking in the oldness, you have not let the new part of you arrive. You're holding it down. It's like you're driving with your foot on the brakes. With the car, you will see somebody foot on the accelerator and you got the other foot on the brake? Woo, woo, woo. Well, that's what you're doing. You can't keep going the same old way. You got to learn to walk in a new life that God has given you. God gave you a new life. You got to learn how to walk in that, in that new life. I had to learn to walk in that new life. I couldn't keep walking in the old way. I couldn't keep walking the old way. I had to walk the new way. Listen, the way I am today, God don't love me better than he does you. He loves you the same. And he wants to bless you. But you are holding yourself down. By going the same old way. God says, I made you new. You got to become new. You got to learn to act new. Don't be the same. Listen, I was a loser. I lost my house. I lost my cars. I had a business, a used car lot in North Carolina. I lost it. I lost my um, Lincoln Town car I had back in, in eighty. Uh, In 1972, I lost that. I had a Corvette. I lost that. That was the old Lonnie. That was the old Lonnie, the old Lonnie, the old Lonnie. But now I'm new because Christ made me new. I can't keep doing the way I used to do. I have to learn a new way, learn God's way. I found out that he got a better way. His way is the best. He knows what's good for you. He knows what's good for me. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I found that when I put God first, he always makes a way. He always provides. He always opens doors. He always leads me in the right path. It always comes out that I come out a winner. But when I try it my way, the old way, I come out a loser. See, that's why you don't hear me on radio or trying to beg for money. You don't hear me doing that. I don't do that. It's not that I'm so rich or all that, but I just learned that God said in his Word. I will supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. Well, I believe that. I trust God that he's going to supply my need, And guess what he does? I'm telling you today, every need that I have, I have had in the last 45 years, Jesus Christ has supplied it and blessed me immensely. Here I am today at seventy-eight years old. If I make it to May the tenth, I'll be seventy-nine years old. I've been—I didn't start serving Jesus Christ until I was thirty-three years old. I did not know Him. I was a sinner, and when at thirty-three years old, Jesus Christ saved me. Let me just tell you this little story. It's not a story; it's it's, it's a fact. But it's in a story, but it's a fact. I was coming I had come down to North Carolina in nineteen seventy seven in August and I had this young lady with me. I'm not gonna call her name because I smoked reefer and she did too. So she was my reefer smoking partner. So we came down to North Carolina and on the way back to New York on the New Jersey Turnpike, some of y'all might remember the four tracks. Well, I had a four-track in my car, not an 8 track yet. It was a four-track, and I had a CB radio. I was known on the CB radio as Reverend Doc the Bad News. <laughs> that was my handle on the CB. And I could put I put that model on you, thumb on you. I had a linear in my car and all that kind of stuff. Talk around the world. Reverend Doc the Bad News. Well, anyway, I'm riding on the New Jersey turnpike. I had the four-track running playing and the young lady was sitting in the front seat, she was asleep, and I'm driving and all of a sudden the Spirit of God spoke to me and he said to me in in my mind, he said, Lonnie, aren't you tired? Like, I kinda heard the voice. But I, I paid no mind. So then I turned the uh, the pull track up to try to drown out the voice. And, and the Lord turned it off, turned it off, the radio off, the, 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 the four-track off, Turn it off, no music. <laughs> so I turned the CD on, and I'm driving, and the Holy Spirit turned that off, the CD off. And so I'm still driving. And then the Lord put it in my mind like a panorama, showed me my lifestyle. He showed me how I lived, how I was living how I was wrong, and all the things that I did came to my mind. Lord, showed it to me that night. On the New Jersey turnpike, you know what I said? There's some bad herb here. I was smoking that marijuana. I said, there's some bad herb. But it was not the reef. It was God. He was talking to me. I didn't know it. So he came back to me the second time in that riding on the road, and it's clear. He said, what are you going to do? I said, Lord, I'm going to do better. When I got back to Brooklyn, New York, I went and bought three Bibles, one for the woman I was shacking up with, one for the woman that was in the car with me, and one for me. Three Bibles. (laughs) And so the girl that was hanging out with me that came down here smoking reefer, she was a city girl. She was very slick. (laughs) So each day I would ask each girl, did y'all read the Bible today? So this girl that came down here with me, she was slick. She said, "Did you read, Lonnie?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "What you read?" Maybe let's see, John three sixteen. Me too. <laughs> Everything I would say I read, she would say I read. Me too. So one day, I asked her, "Did she read the Bible?" And I she said, "Well, Lonnie, did you read today?" I said, "You know, today I didn't read." She said, "Me either." I realized that one was lying to me. I'm telling you all today, there are people that will lie to you just to get what you got. <coughs> Excuse me. There are people that will lie to you. You got to be careful about that. You got some so-called Christians. I said so-called because they're not genuine Christians. If there was, they wouldn't do these things that they're doing. You got some so-called Christians that will do things, something wrong. And you got to be careful about that. I remember one night, this particular young lady, I just gotten saved. Well, I just, I wasn't saved yet. I just started here listening to the Lord. So we I had bought some tickets to a dance up there in New York. So her and I went to the dance. I weren't saved yet. I just guess the Lord was speaking to me, but I hadn't gotten saved yet. This is after that rendezvous on the turnpike. I still hadn't gotten saved. So we was at this dance. And I guess about 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock, I said, I'm ready to go. She said, okay, let's go. So I took her home. <laughs> Glory to God. She got out the car. walked. She said, I can walk in by myself. And so she went in the house. It was an apartment building. She went in the door and closed the door, and I left. So she said the next morning, because I was going to church, I hadn't got saved yet. She said, I'm going to church with you. The next morning I called her, she didn't answer. I kept calling back, and I finally got her mother on the phone. Her mother said to me, Lonnie, she have not been home all night. That lady had lied to me.
1: She had another
0: man to pick her up when I dropped off at the house. I'm telling you all, you got some lying preachers that do the same thing. I've had preachers that do that to me. I've had preachers do it. Is I told you when I first started broadcast? There's a man on the radio now. Y'all know him. I ain't gonna call no name. Back in I think in let's see, 80, 83 or eighty four, called me, took me to Junior's. You preacher, you know who you are. I ain't gonna call your no name. I'm not gonna expose you. And he wanted me to let him have some money, a co-sign for him to get some pews to put in his church. But I didn't do it. Now, he's supposed to be a preacher. Uh, He's a big man. Everybody looks up to him. But now, guess what? Supposing that I would have felt for the ropey-dope, I'd have been stuck. All I'm telling you all today is be careful how you entertain strangers. The Bible says many thing angels unaware. Some strangers are angels, but some are devils. Some are devils. There's some devils with two legs right here in the church with you. Two legs. None but devils. They come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus Christ said a tree is known by its fruits. Watch the fruits, saints, the fruits of a person. That's what tells you who they are. It's the fruits that tells you who they are. Okay, please remember that. Now, if you want to call me, you can call me tonight at 252-320-7401. I'm almost coming to the end, but the Bible is so clear here. That's what I love about it. The Word word of God doesn't lie. It don't lie. In in, uh, the fifth chapter of 2 Corinthians, verse 17 from the New Living Testament. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old is gone. A new life has begun. you got to understand God's word is right. Don't let nobody bamboozle you. Stay faithful to Jesus Christ. He'll bless you. Listen, I remember back in 1984. And I was planning my first pilgrimage to Israel. A lot of the preachers told me, you can't go to no Israel. I said, what are you talking about? They said, you ain't got, but I had about 35 members in the church, that's all. They said, you can't, you ain't got enough members to go to Israel. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I've been to Israel, I've been to Egypt, I've been to Africa, I've been to Rome, I've been to Vienna, I've been to Turkey, and they still said I couldn't do it. What am I saying? The Bible says if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old is gone. A new life has begun. Please stand on that. I told last night, and I'm going to say it again tonight, President Abraham Lincoln, in the year of 1863, January 1st, freed the Negroes. But you got some people still in bondage. Jesus Christ freed you, and you still in bondage. The Bible said, "If the Son shall make you free, you're free indeed." Why are you still in bondage? Listen, my time is about it. I got to get up and get out of here. It's in 90 seconds, so I got to get up and get out of here. All right, God is a good God, even on a bad day, and I got to leave. I got to leave you now. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna do like the devil won't do. He won't leave you alone, but I'm gonna leave you. I'm going I'm to I'm get up and get out of here. All right. May God bless you. May I have a smile upon you? I got to go. You can call me. You can call me tonight. Y'all hear that? All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sin. Really mean that in your heart. And say, Lord, come into my heart and save me. He'll do that. You'll be a born again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me 252 214. Go.